Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Loving Your Life Again podcast. I am your host, Christina. Today, I thought I would delve a bit into the topic of surrender. After the bonus episode just recently released where I offered a prayer of surrender, it occurred to me that I really never addressed what surrendering is. I know there can be a lot of resistance around the topic of surrender. When thinking about it initially, one may consider it being more of an act of giving up, and that is not what surrender is. Surrender is a giving over. You see, we all have this notion where we think that we are in control. There are some minor things that we can control in our lives, but overall, in the big picture, we really have very little control. In all actuality, The only thing we really truly can control is how we respond to the various situations that we encounter. So when you're on a healing journey, the act of surrendering can be very challenging, especially when you're healing from a toxic relationship. It's like you have to completely rewire your brain. You're coming from a place where you're so used to having to conform to your partner's wants, needs, desires, to ensure you stay safe or keeping the perceived peace within the house. When you leave and you start on your healing journey, you feel like you got some sense of control back in your life. And now you're hearing that I want you to surrender. You want me to surrender. You want me to give up any perceived control I think I have. There can be a lot of resistance around this. Some of the barriers that get in our way to really building the life that we love is the perceived control. Any anxious thoughts, which involve overthinking. Essentially, when you break it down, our thoughts are what's controlling your life. Your thoughts turn into your feelings, which then become your actions, which then dictate your results. If you get control of your thoughts and you're able to manage them, you can essentially take back control of your life. And most of those thoughts need to be surrendered to the God of your understanding. One verse that I always relied on when I got stuck in the vicious cycle of like anxious thoughts, trying to control all of those things would be Philippians 4, 6, and 7 which says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You see, whenever I was encountering where I was taking back, it's like I would surrender. I would find myself overthinking about a specific situation. I would try to figure out how to put all the pieces together, how to make whatever the situation was work. When I realized I was doing this, I would give it over to God. And in a way, it's like I would even go through the action of, like in my mind's eye, I would imagine I have whatever this thing is in my hands and I am lifting it up and I'm giving it to God. Another way you can imagine this is you're putting them in a balloon and releasing the balloon up. Or other ways are you're putting it in a river and letting it float down the stream, giving it over to God. When you're doing this, you're doing it also with a thankful heart. You want to be in a state of gratitude, knowing 
that God will always give you not only what is the best, but also the desires of your heart. So it's like when you're giving it over, thank you God for taking this from me. May the highest good of all be done with it. And it's amazing if you pay attention how quickly as you're surrendering it and you're giving that over, the peace that you feel. It's like God comforts you and is like, yes, I got this. And you have this huge weight, this huge burden. It's like you set down this huge boulder that you've been holding on. You've set it down. You no longer have to carry it. Now you have all that extra energy to focus on what you can do, what you're supposed to be doing, and you're not obsessing over this thing that you have no control over. And another way of thinking about it too, as we discussed in like Psalm 139, God already knows your thoughts. He knows everything that you're thinking. He knows your desires. But at the same time, he also gave you the free will. So he will not take them from you without you surrendering them to him. So it's like a give and take. Yes, God knows. And that's why you have to offer it to him in prayer, giving him control over how he wants to show up and show off in your life. To reiterate, as I've started to show you, surrendering is not giving up. It's giving over. It's giving over whatever those thoughts that are keeping you stuck. Whatever you're trying to manifest in your life, when you obsess over it, you're blocking it from coming to you. Another way of thinking about it too is Jesus in Matthew 7, 9-11 says, Or what man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If then you, being evil, knowing how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask him? God will always give you whatever is the highest good for all. God is an abundant God. God has more than enough. God has created everything that there is. So it's not like he has to take from one to give to another. It is very much of, at the same time, like when you're asking for something, he's not going to give you crap back. He's going to give you good gift. God is love. God loves you. God created you. God wants to give you the desires of your heart. But sometimes in our, when we're stuck in like our ego brains, what we think we desire the most isn't going to be the best for us. In those instances, know and trust God knows what he's doing and know that if you're, if you're surrendering something over to him and it turns out it doesn't work out, pay attention to what does because you will always get something better than what you thought you wanted. You have to remember too, God wants to give to you according to his riches and glory, but he can't do that when you're fixated on the results when you're overthinking, when you're being anxious, essentially worrying about the future. Let's get back to living in the present in a surrendered state 
and watch the miracles just start coming in. And miracles can be, but don't have to be all the tangible things that we get fixated on. Sometimes it's just being brought back into the present, feeling the peace and joy of everyday life, watching things just line up in a way that you could have never imagined them lining up before. Getting out into a place where you just start seeing all of the colors of the trees and plants and we're getting ready to go into spring so some at least where I'm at some of the the plant life is starting to come back to life and starting to blossom and and it's just beautiful or even seeing the sunset or sunrise or the way the clouds paint a beautiful picture in the sky watching things go your way watching for your sign I know we haven't talked much about signs but there's signs all around us and if you watch for your sign, not look for it, not actively look for it, but kind of just pay attention. And when that sign appears, you know you're on the right path. So let me give you like a tiny example. So one of my signs are bears. And there was one day I was hyper fixated on something. I can't remember what it was, but that vicious cycle in my mind was going and going and going, trying to figure all the things out. And I caught myself, I noticed, I surrendered it over to God. And the next thing I knew, I was listening to um, music on YouTube at the time. And it flipped over to an ad and the ad had bears on it. And I'm like, mm, thank you, God. Yep, I surrendered. Now I know I'm on the right path. So how instantaneously God will respond to you when you surrender over to him. Another, like a biblical example of signs would be looking at how God led the Israelites through the wilderness. As they were being led through the wilderness, God was showing them when to move by a pillar of cloud during the day or a pillar of fire by night. So as long as that was moving, that was their sign to know it's time for them to move. When it stopped moving, it was time for them to stop. So if God could lead the Israelites way back then through signs, why can't he still lead us with signs today? When we start to get hyper fixated on all the details of whatever the situation is, you have to remember there are so many options in which God can operate. When we're trying to solve a problem or trying to put all the pieces together or even like imagine the hows, if you will, the how something is going to work. What actions do I need to take in which order? Um, putting the puzzle pieces together. Let's stop putting God in a box. There are so many options that we can't even fathom in which God can operate. So let's stop putting that limit on God. Let's let God be God and show up and show off in the way he wants to. And you also have to remember, it's not gonna be on your timeline. From my experience, God is never early, but at the same time, he is never late. So let's talk about some steps to surrendering. The first step, you gotta take your hands off the wheel. You have to give over to God whatever the thing is that um, needs to be surrendered. When you pay attention to your thoughts, so do check-ins throughout the day. At certain times, stop. What am I thinking about? If you find you're thinking about that thing, don't judge yourself for it. It happens. It happens to all of us. It happens all the time. 
the key is paying attention. When you're taking it back, surrender it back over. Give it back over to God. The act of surrendering is a continuous process. Our ego brain that likes to perceive it's in control will keep bringing it back. When you notice, give it back to God. Whether it's a little prayer, such as, hey, hey God, yep, I took this back again. I'm giving it back to you. And like previously stated, whether you imagine yourself physically like lifting it up and giving it over, whether it's putting it in a balloon and letting the balloon go, putting it in a river and letting it float away, whatever works for you, um, there's no wrong way of doing it as long as you're giving it over to God to take care of. And you also have to remember, like, like previously talked about, the good gifts. God is only going to give you good gifts. He will give you the desires of your heart, but only if it's for the highest and best for all. So if you become fixated on something that's not going to benefit you, no matter how good you think it would be, God knows the end from the beginning. God knows all. God's not going to give something to you that's going to cause you harm or somebody else harm. But at the same time, he'll give you something even better. He will always give whatever is the highest and the best for everybody involved. Step two, when you find you get stuck in your head trying to figure it all out, trying to decide what you need to do, what the right next action step is, stop. Just stop. Don't do anything. God is a God of order and God is a God of peace. He says, be still and know that I am God. You don't have to push. You don't have to make things happen. When you start getting in that push, trying to force the puzzle piece in, like imagine you're putting a puzzle together, like a jigsaw puzzle, and you try to put a puzzle piece where it doesn't belong it doesn't fit no matter how much you try to push it in place it's not gonna go in stop trying to force pieces where they don't go give it over to god and let god put the puzzle pieces together if you find that you're having a hard time not pushing take a moment and get quiet with god remember all the previous times when he showed up in your life and all the other times that he did gave you whatever it was that you were actually asking for or something better in what ways he's rescued you in what ways he was there for you and lastly when you face obstacles and you surely will see them see the obstacles as obstacles in the right direction Remember, everything is working for you. Everything that's happening is happening for you, not to you. I know surrendering is no easy feat, but it is totally worth it. To give you a real life example of something that happened to me about a year ago, I was in the process of trying to buy a house. Not trying, I did buy a house. I was in the process of house buying. And if you have any remembrance, last year was a very hard, it was a very hard market to buy a house in. Prices continuously inflated. There was, there was very little availability. There was constant like 
bidding wars and just the hoops you had to jump through to get into a house it was it was challenging well the first house I looked at it was like it was the house I wanted it was like when I walked in I'm like this is home I don't I don't know how else to describe it but I'm like it felt like this was my house put an offer in realtor came back and said they had a full cash offer no matter how I bet I wasn't I didn't have a cash offer I there's no way you can beat a all cash offer so then I was pushing trying to find scheduling as many houses as I could in each of the times that I had available like outside of my work schedule and when my realtor was available and every time I felt like I needed to put an offer on the house I put an offer in the house it got rejected I put an offer on the house it got rejected it got outbid for whatever reason and I was almost becoming obsessed about it and frustrated and almost feeling defeated. And then I remembered I needed to surrender. So I did. And I said, God, you call, You said it's time for me to buy a house. I'm out here looking. You're in control. Take this for me, the highest and best for all. Something along those lines. I, But I gave the whole process over to God. I let it go. I had scheduled, I think, three other houses to look at on this one particular day and that day my realtor calls me and she said that first house has become available and it's yours if you want to keep the same offer the original all cash offer fell through something happened as soon as i surrendered the house i wanted became mine it's that's one way that i remember when i start getting hyper fixated that's one way that god showed up when I fully surrendered and I took my hands off the wheel, I, I stopped trying to force something to work and let God do the work. So let me know, what are your thoughts on surrendering? Do you want more guidance on it? Is there any area that's not really clear? Feel free to reach out. You can email me at reloadinchrist at gmail.com. All my contact information is also on my website or I can you can DM me at um, either through Instagram or Facebook and links in the show notes as usual. But I know this is a process that I have had to learn and I'm in a continuous cycle of practicing. Surrendering is a continuous process. It's not it's not a one and done. It's almost like a muscle you need to work. But when you stay in the practice of surrendering, God is always showing up with the thing that you want or something better. I know I should know to expect it by now, but still, every time I get surprised, I get surprised at either what shows up, how quickly it shows up, in what way it shows up, or even just the complete peace and joy I feel, the burden that's been lifted off when I, when I give it over and I don't need to control it. You are worthy of your desires. You deserve to be set free. You are loved and you are not alone, no matter where you are at in your journey. I am so grateful that you have decided to go on this journey with me. And please remember, it's like, I cannot stress this enough. And I'm speaking from a place of, I know how lonely I was in my, as I started my journey. So I want you to know you are not alone. You can feel free to contact me at any point in time. 
As always, I would love to hear your feedback. What are you liking? What don't you like? Or are there any specific topics that you would like to hear more about? And the last thing, if you could do me a huge favor and make sure you subscribe or follow depending on what platform you're using. On Apple Podcasts, if you could be sure to leave, um, to rate and leave a review, the podcast, and we can continue this journey together.